One thing I am uh, getting some satisfaction out of, I've got to tell you, is that uh, while Illinois did a very Illinois thing and just passed a so-called assault weapons ban and a high-capacity magazine ban, what the reaction has been from law enforcement, including some prosecutors, has been fascinating. And by that, I mean, and, and first of all, what's the Illinois law say? It says, well, your semi-automatic firearm with a detachable magazine, and this is any, we're not talking about SBRs, we've moved on from that. We're talking about all so-called assault weapons, which again, you know and I know is a political term made up, made up to demonize the most popular rifles in America. But if it's a semi-automatic firearm with a detachable magazine and and some other features like, oh, say, a pistol grip, EGADS, it's now an assault weapon. What Illinois has said, again, man, one state over, you can, you can see how close we can be to tyranny in this country, even as Hoosiers. They said, well, we're not going to ban them in the sense that, that we're going to seize them, confiscate them, or people have to give them up if they already have them. But to be legal and avoid a felony charge, you have to register them. Ah, there we go, registration. What is always the ultimate goal of registration? Confiscation. I'm telling you that right now. That one just leads to the next. And But you have to register it with the state of Illinois to even have your semi-automatic firearm with a detachable magazine. Then they're banning the continued sale or transfer of any high-capacity magazines or so-called assault weapons. So consider this. What if you're uh, an FFL, a federal firearms licensee in Illinois? And i got to tell you, I have walked into gun stores, and you have too, if you're a firearms enthusiast at all, and seen a good 25 30 40% of the inventory on the wall would meet Illinois' definition of an assault weapon. Those are now non-transferable, meaning can't be sold. What do you do as an FFL? And the state of Illinois said, well, you can sell them to law enforcement. (laughs) Law enforcement generally gets their firearms from their department. There aren't a lot of police officers going to wander into a gun store to buy a firearm. And departments get them straight from the manufacturers because they save money that way. But what's really interesting and what's worth noting is that law enforcement across Illinois, and as you would guess, it's going to be in more rural areas away from Chicago and Cook County. Law enforcement, several sheriffs, county sheriffs have come out and said, I will not enforce this in my county. Won't do it. No one's going to be jailed for violating this law. Not in my county. Isn't that beautiful? Some prosecutors have come out and said, I see this as unconstitutional. I'm not in favor of prosecuting in my job as a county prosecutor. Unconstitutional laws. The governor now, Plitzker, is all upset saying, well, we can't have law enforcement not enforcing our unconstitutional laws, and he's vowing some kind of punishment to law enforcement who refuse 
to enforce these things and put people in jail or to somehow go after prosecutors who don't want to file charges. But this is what you get. Remember when Virginia passed a whole bunch of draconian legislation? I, I wrote an article way back when for the WIBC website where I said, Virginia teaches us that elections have consequences. In one election cycle, the governor's office, and then a couple of years later, the Senate, and what they call their House of Delegates, I believe, instead of House of Representatives, they went from Republican-controlled in all three areas, governor, House, Senate. They went from Republican-controlled to Democrat-controlled basically in one election cycle, just over a couple of years, because Republicans didn't show up to the polls. It was the first thing the Democrats did, passed a whole bunch of draconian gun control including assault weapons ban, et cetera, et cetera. Now, they, they actually, that one, they backed off on at the end of the day, but increased red flag laws, magazine capacity limits, and a whole bunch more, and vowed to continue fighting for an assault weapon ban. And what you ended up with is 90-plus percent of the counties in Virginia, when you get away from Richmond and just a couple of other counties that are basically uh, D.C. suburbs, so it's Richmond and then the D.C. suburbs over on that side of the state, when you get away from those counties, Virginia's very conservative. Unfortunately, those counties are so highly populated, they can drive a a statewide election. And what did you have? You had 90 plus counties, 90, 90 plus percent of the counties in Virginia declaring themselves what? Quote unquote, second amendment sanctuaries meaning if there's an unconstitutional law, they won't enforce them within that county. And they did that in different ways. But I'll tell you what, we're a little past the three-quarter hour. We're going to take a break. We'll come back for the last segment of The Gun Guy Show here in just a minute. This is Guy Relford on The Gun Guy Show on 93 WIBC.